The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Playboy? Uh, just working. Just working? Yeah. Did you say working or twerking? Working. Do I seem like the kind of guy that would be doing the other thing? I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe come yeah. to kansas city uh paracon we will uh we'll find out nah i don't know man big rip's gonna be there slinging drinks we could get you like half full of alcohol we'll see what happens then what do you say um i'll be exactly like i am right <laughs> now like there will be no change <laughs> there is no change People there is tell. no that's bullshit like i can tell i talk more but yes you do <laughs> you do talk more and you get giggly, and it's hilarious. I don't know if giggly is the right term. I'm going to call it giggly. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's new, man? Just work? Yeah. Well, Just work. Boring. I mean, conference is less than a month away now. Yeah, buddy. It's getting all ironed out. We just need people to buy tickets. Come. Absolutely. Show up, hang out, come say hey just 10 bucks a day or 18 dollars for the whole weekend yeah it's perfect and come hang out with me because i don't have any friends and i need somebody to help me like make fun of coops with what do you think <laughs> oh my god i have the power uh, the right of refusal what do you mean for people there for me you don't, you don't want it? to piss me off like, you're gonna boot me out <laughs> <laughs> be like herd get the fuck out of here <laughs> but um i don't know yet they're making a decision but most likely um big rip this year will be donating their beer which means it'll be free beer free drinks free drinks open bar dude <laughs> there will be a limit i mean yeah yeah um yeah. that's a good idea we have all kinds of federal agents that will be there, so you better be on right. your best behavior. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're they're thinking about rather than selling their beer, they want everybody to try it, so they're going to give it away. What a great idea. Yeah. It's a great idea. Oh, I cannot wait. I We're getting more wait. and more vendors. We're almost full. We only have Seriously. like spots for one or two tables total Dude. left. And they have to be like... They're not going to be in an area by themselves or anything, but that the room, the vendor awesome. room, is full, and we have people out in the hallway, which is it connecting the two rooms. So, so outstanding, outstanding. So yeah, if you want to be a vendor, or you want to have a table, or you want to come, buy the tickets beforehand. They're cheaper. Yeah, um, for sure. They're on Kansas City paracon.net 
and all Masons, if you happen to be a Mason or a member of Masonic Lodge, bring your card or bring some kind of identification that shows that you're a Mason and tickets are five bucks at the door for each day. Bring your severed goat's head. If you're not a Mason, <laughs> if you're not a Mason, tickets at the door are 15 bucks each day or 25 for the weekend. So buy them online at $10 a day or 18 bucks for the weekend. I tell you what's really cool is the fact that you, you know, you've been doing a lot of work over there anyway. And you said like, you know, you've been going up, um, doing kind of like a dry run, dry setup, uh, like a mock setup or what have you. Um, yeah. But you've been talking to some of the Masons, some of the guys that are there at the lodge or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, they're like I, I super have... interested in the paranormal. Like they're showing well, up. Yeah, so, um, my, a friend of mine who I was on the Kansas City Bastards with, that podcast is kind of on hold. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll come back. We, Me and uh, another guy might bring it back on our own. We're not sure because we're not really in the band that's named after oh, the pod, yeah. or the podcast named after. I don't know. Anyways, so his name's JD, and he's a member of that lodge, and that's how I found the place. Um, so, yeah, he he's um, higher up in that lodge. I'm not sure. They rotate every year, so there's not like a, a leader. I don't know if I'm giving away secrets. I don't think I'm giving away anything. I'm not a Mason, so I don't yeah. – so I know. But I they rotate through their leadership yearly so it's not like one all-powerful person running the place for right for years and years or whatever but um so this has a lot this lodge i'm considering actually joining this lodge because they have a lot of younger members members nice, which dude. a lot of places yeah you kinda, don't the age of the range is kind of higher yeah you don't um, see that too often honestly and what's really cool and i i have no idea if he's going to come or not but the vice president of this lodge is on 98.9 The Rock oh, wow. radio station here yeah. in town. His name is uh, Moose. Moose. And That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm. he was... So each time I go up there, I meet a couple different people that are there. And he was there one time and talked to him for a little while. And uh, they're all interested. They're all like us. They find this stuff interesting. So Hell they're all yes. hopefully coming out. Dude, that's going to be great. It's going to be fun. You guys definitely, definitely think about uh, think about coming on out, uh, hanging out with us, at least saying hey. Um, yeah, it's going to be so much fun, as it is every single year. Always a great time. So I would highly, highly recommend coming out. I'm excited. Like super stoked over here, Koopsik. Well, yeah, and the thing is with this conference is all the speakers are there to entertain you and meet you. They're not, like, full of themselves, at least. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a really cool event to come to just, I mean, just to make friends, man. Like, make new buddies. Good Lord. It's kind of... It's kind of impressive, honestly. I met you through the conferences. Oh, I met Glidden through the conferences. Aww. I met, well, I met Rick outside the conferences. That was a yeah, fun, but I mean, like our buddy, night, uh, but, <laughs> but our buddy, uh, like uh, Mike Diamond, Diamond, yes. yeah. I mean, these, well, I met him on Twitter, but I didn't actually right. meet him in person until the conference. Yeah, absolutely. Same with most of the others. Pretty much most of the other speakers. So yeah. But every year it gets better and better, um, bigger, 
my God. Like it is growing and growing. That is for damn sure. So well, let I me pull up this thing real quick and I'll just read off some of what's there and then we can get into yeah, let's do it. a little bit about what actually um we'll get into a little bit about what we want to do with the ectoplasm show and our Patreon and stuff. Yes. So um I just need to find this email that has I got all everything for the conference laid out because I sent this email to um Where the hell did it go? Did you lose it? <laughs> Where the hell did it go? No, oh, I can't. I have so many different email addresses for yeah. different things that I don't remember which email address I sent it that from. That happens. It happens to the best of us. So, yeah. Let's get into... I mean, get into what we're going to do with the show. Oh, here. I got it. Oh, I got now it you right find in front it. of me. So, now you find it. <laughs> it's August 4th and 5th. Friday, August 4th from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And there's a guided investigation afterwards run by 10th Dimension Paranormal. Tickets to that are separate in their $10 a piece. And every dollar raised by that and the following night's investigation is going to be a donation to the lodge. Right. Uh, Saturday's doors open at 10 a.m. The first speaker will go on at 11 a.m. And the last speaker will go on right now. It may change a little bit, but right now, 9 p.m., and then we'll have another investigation at 10.30. Sweet. Um, it's over basically off 87th and Holmes for people that know the Kansas City area. So it's centrally located in the city, unlike we've been before. Right. Um, speakers, we have Alvin Lugo, which is actually Hector's brother from yes. Florida. When he's speaking on Bigfoot, he's got some crazy pictures and been doing Bigfoot for a long time. I've never met him. Say that again. Alvin Lugo? Nope. You nope. said he's been doing Bigfoot for a long time. Oh, okay. That is yeah. exactly he's what you said. been doing Bigfoot for a long time. <laughs> I um, think that's guy we've had table. last year and um, on the show, uh, Coyote Chris Sutton, is going to be speaking again this year. Very nice. Uh, Chuck motherfucking Banks. Motherfucking Or Charles Banks. Anthony. For you Charles Anthony. Uh, we've had him on the show. Another guy we've had on the show, Adnan Ademovic, will be making his first year speaking. He's been to the conference before, but this will be his first year speaking. Nice. Uh, he's going to be talking about the levels of UFO contact. Uh, Ed Green, from he's from Minnesota or Montana or Wisconsin. One of those places up north drives down every year. Yeah. And he speaks on Native American lore because he is Native American. Yep. Uh, Dan Williams, who... We met last year, yeah, and he came because Glidden was speaking, but he's from Illinois, and he's going to be speaking about some of his new investigation techniques and catalog- cataloging techniques and, and whatnot. And he will be running the investigation Saturday night. Very cool. Uh, Shane Pittman is an author investigator out of the South. I believe it's in Georgia. Uh, it might be in... It's in Georgia. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's going to be coming up this first year. We've had him on the show too. Uh, Spooks Paranormal from Kansas City is a team that they actually used to be members of my team, and we had a falling out years ago. We yeah. had a falling out years ago. Things went badly, and it, it wasn't sideways. all one hundred percent on them. Uh, I'll be honest; I was a dick. 
what? about things, but I didn't cause the problem. Somebody else caused the problem, and that person's no longer around. Gotcha. And they came to the conference last year and uh, you know apologized for their part of it. And I do remember that. Which and whatnot. Cool. So they'll be speaking and giving a presentation this year. Uh, the She Squatchers, the first yeah. all-female Bigfoot investigation group. They're from Minnesota, I believe, as well. Nice. Um, they'll be giving a presentation. Uh, David Glidden, our buddy, and he's he's still not sure what he's going to yeah, talk about. I know. So I, it's funny. It's hilarious. He's bouncing it around. He's talking about doing the spook light thing, but he doesn't yeah. want to give away what's going to be in the documentary. Now he won't. He could still so, elude enough. Um, buddy Mike Dimel, Di- Dimeld, Diamond <laughs> from Paranormal Warehouse. Brandon Callahan will be back this year. Nice, yes. I'm not sure what he's going to be talking about exactly, but I, you know, you know, yeah. I don't really micromanage these people. They could talk about whatever they want to talk yep, about. It's exactly. their captive audience. If they don't have an audience, it's it's somewhat my fault for not getting them there. But if they, you know, if they aren't. All these great, all these people are great speakers, but exactly. I was going to say, I'm not going like, to micromanage what they talk about. What's really cool about the conference, guys, is the fact that, like what you were just saying, like these people are from all different walks of life, from all different areas of study within the paranormal field, and they're quite knowledgeable about these subjects, and they're good at what they do. I will say that they can get up there, they can hold the attention of an audience, uh, and it's fascinating stuff, like. Everything that you want to talk about, like from UFOs to Bigfoot to ghosts, I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal stuff. It is a great conference. So we got two more, three more here. Steve Hayes will be speaking oh, yes. this year. And, yes. and he, he's he been on the show, and last year he talked about their show they're working on, True Ghost Stories. In fact, Spooks is also part of that. Um, I don't know if that's what he's going to be speaking on this year or not, but he's a paranormal investigator and we'll be talking about that and filming. Uh, Jean Walker is a member of MUFON. She'll be talking about UFOs and the like and, you know, the all the inner workings of MUFON and whatnot. Hell yeah, and dude. then you! Oh yeah, I'm, I'll be yeah. there for sure, yeah. I will be yeah, what there. Are you, what are you going to be talking about? Uh... Do you want me to let the cat out of the bag? It's up to you. No, I'll do it. No, I'm going to be talking a little bit about. Um, I'm going to I'm going to let people into a little story on, on it's you know about Malvern Manor specifically. However, um, it's it's different things that uh, kind of happened at Malvern Manor. Um, it'll it'll be interesting. I will say that it'll be interesting. I've got I a fun little you. thing. I got a fun little thing to talk about. I, I I'm kind of stoked because this year I'm not going to be using any visual aid whatsoever. No, the no. filmmaker is not going to have That's, any. This footage. is my point. I know, like I'm not going to be presenting anything now. That could change. So you're by not going to like call it in this year and just show a film. No, not doing it. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm going to talk. I'm going to take my whatever, however long you give me, and I'm going to talk. So we'll talk about it more later, but I definitely want to, once you guys get down with, down with the done with the spook light film and you're ready to show it, I want to put together that speaking tour that I've talked to you about here in yes, town. Yes, yes. And, and I have you guys show that in various places. So. It'll be a lot of fun. Anyway, so next is our vendors, Big Rip course yes. will be there serving they'll have three or four different beers and you can as of right now it'll be free 
free. Uh, gyms in the mist have been there every year except for the first year. The first year I didn't have any vendors, but they've been there every year since the second year. And she has stones and all kinds of different minerals and rocks and and gems and uh, all very very reasonably priced. Like you can't hardly even find this stuff for cheaper online. The EGT project run by Bart. Uh, you met him. He yeah, great guy. If we have some speakers drop out. He may be giving a presentation on the correct uses of audio uh, equipment. Dude, that as would he's be. He's been doing this for a, a long Not this, not in the paranormal, but he's uh, been doing audio engineering for a long time. Big time audio engineering. That could be so beneficial to so many different people. Uh, all the speakers, as well as these vendors, will have tables and they're. Is ways to sign up with him and stuff like that. So, um, hell yes, he'll be able to explain it a lot better than I can. So, uh, <laughs> there'll be another another group named Creeps. They're out of uh, Lawrence or or Topeka, I believe. I think it's Lawrence. Yeah. Um, they've been around for a few years. Uh, the uh, I just made a weird noise there, didn't I? I don't know. Uh, anyways, he's uh, the the leader of that group has written a book, and they have a table, and they're going to be speaking on, or not speaking, they're going to be presenting some of their findings and and whatnot, and selling books and and things. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, Maya Zahir Zahira yeah. is a psychic protection expert, and she has a table. Uh, the Garnett House Hotel, our buddies Josh and Rob, not Josh, Justin. Justin and Rob, will be there promoting their new purchase. Um, I've been there. The place is just really cool. Yeah, I have yet to actually get there. Yeah, you need to come down sometime and we'll go down there. So there's also Dean Athens. He's a telepathic communicator. Tel- he'll help you tell... Tele- this really, this is written weird. That's why I'm having trouble reading it. Um, he'll help you telepathically communicate with your angels. Uh, Shannon Spiro will be selling uh, other gems and jewels or jewelry, and then Linda Class Riki, she'll be doing Riki in one of the rooms there. Hell yeah! So yeah, plus we have sponsors. On all that stuff's on the website. So yeah, for sure. There'll be plenty to do. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be so cool. God bless it, man. I just cannot wait. It's gonna be great. It's less than a month away. We're talking like three weeks, and we are there. KC Paracon in full swing. I'm stoked. I am stoked. Oh yeah. All right, buddy. So, what? Uh, what? Uh, what do we got new in the news here? You got anything? Well, do you want to talk a minute about... I know we're putting off the news for our listeners, but do you want to talk a little bit about Sex. the Ectoplasm show? Yeah. So Patreon and whatnot? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll let you get into like the Patreon and all that fun stuff. So what we've decided, like, basically, like, Jason and I are insanely busy, okay? We, <laughs> we have a F-load of stuff going on at the same time, um, and it's very hard for us to, you know, come together even over Skype sometimes to sit down, record an episode, uh, let alone two per week. So what we figured we would do is we would kind of step away 
um, from the from the topic episodes. We were going to then continue on with our you know our regular uh, news episode, and most likely what happens is, I mean, you know, we go off on tangents all the time. So more than likely, one of these subjects that we then bring to the table that week will pique our interest just enough uh, for us to go off on our little tangents because it wouldn't be the ectoplasm show without them. Um, well, yeah, and we're going to have the news episodes be a little bit longer. Most so likely, that- yeah, most likely every episode is going to be about an hour and a half. I would, I mean, that's probably fair, right? Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've never really been rigorous on time, but we don't want to, like, completely screw you out of a full another episode so we're at least going to try to give you one and a half times a regular episode yeah exactly exactly so yeah that's basically what we are doing now also with that though our patreon peeps we are going to be dropping some pretty sexy episodes pretty damn soon now these are going to be episodes that are specific topics topic related but only for our patreon people yeah, and that'll be once a month. Once and a month. But if you're at the $5 level or right. above in Patreon. Correct. And these are going to be, yeah, they are going to be good. That's for damn sure. So I'm excited about that. I will say that. And the, the, the few people that I owe shirts to, we'll get them very soon. We just happened to go on break right after we started <laughs> yeah, right, it. So. Right. Uh, fun times. All right. Well, I got a news story. You got a news story? I have. Uh, I do have a few. I do have a few over here. But yeah, go ahead, kind sir. Experts warn of the upcoming dangers of sex robots. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just a second. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. This comes. Ew. Yeah, it comes. And. Yep. Uh, this comes, this the, robot uh, yeah. comes. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. <laughs> I'll just read the article for everybody and then we can discuss. Uh, they're patrolling our streets. They're offering us religious blessings. Are they? Do we have priest robots already? No. Are you, there may be some online. What? I, I don't know. I mean... F me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> they're beating us at our own games. <sighs> they are now surgeons, lawyers, and musicians. <laughs> Is there anything robots can't do? Well, I just don't know. Thanks to the efforts of what I can only assume are very lonely robotics, not or roboticists, not anymore. The latest human institution to be forever altered by the robot revolution is the sex industry. Adult entertainment, toys, and services account for billions of dollars each year, and these sex industries have been relatively insulated from the cold metal hands <laughs> of our soon-to-be robotic overlords. So I wonder if these... Well, I'll just read it. Um, that is no longer the case, however, as robotic sex slaves... Oh, yeah. Or they crossed out slaves and put dolls... Oh, for God's already- sake. Appearing around the world. This is great. What could go wrong? According to a new report published by the Foundation for Responsible Robotics, a lot. So that sounds like like you. Is that a real organization? The image I get in my head is like the old lady group at the church that comes up with something (laughs) like 
We need to ban Halloween. We're the coalition. Yeah. <laughs> the oh FRR is an interdisciplinary research and advocacy group which promotes, quote, the responsible design, development, implementation, and policy of robots embedded in our society. This is outstanding. The group recently published the report titled, quote, Our Sexual Future with Robots, <laughs> which explores the many positives, oh negatives, God. and unexplored ethical dilemmas of yeah. the near future population by hordes of sexual robots. Hordes of yeah, sexual apparently. robots. They're According just, to the 40... Well, you wouldn't want to use somebody else's sexual no, robot, would you? but I tell you, though, you never know when you're going to have to fuck your way out of a tight situation. This could be good knowledge to have. Continue. Uh, According to the 44-page report, sex with robots might yeah. currently be confined to certain niches of the population, but will become increasingly common as these robots become more lifelike and begin to be equipped with speech recognition. <laughs> did you watch Westworld? I never did. No. I There's never some, have. They're robots, and they look and feel, well, I, I'm assuming Dude. the people on the show said they feel yeah. like real human beings. That's so. awesome. Like I have heard nothing but good things about Westworld. Just throwing that out there. Uh, with speech recognition... Natural language processing and artificial intelligence. These robots can provide physical and even emotional intimacy for many people who might be unable to achieve the same level of intimacy with other humans for reasons such as sexual dysfunctions, prior sexual trauma, or various disabilities. Uh, Dr. Amy, you still would know that you're having sex with a robot and not a person. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure they could make it feel as lifelike as possible, but at the same time, come on. Mentally, you know. You still know you're donking a robot. That, that thing is programmed to like it or yeah. like you. I mean, it's I guess you could program to it like to it. be oh, indifferent to if it's not good, if you're not good. Be like, yeah, all. I guess that was okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's, Doctor, been, it's been better. But. <laughs> Dr. Amy Van Weisberg. Winsberg, co-director of FRR, says that while these are positive benefits, there are downsides, of course. Really? STDs? Uh, Robots carrying what? AIDS? Yeah. No? Not seeing a downside yet. Uh, Not seeing a downside. Absolutely some benefits to technology, but like everything else, there's a balance. You have to strike a balance between lack of regulation uh, so we all have different uses and personifications of children and women as sexual objects. For or you have overregulation and strife with technology. You have to find the way to balance so you can really harness the good. Huh. Let me tell At you something, this, man. Like, oh, yeah. No, I, I can see one thing actually positive coming from this. Now tell me if I'm wrong or tell me if I'm not thinking correctly or whatever. Um... This is just strictly opinion, but now think about this. If these if these robots or whatever are available and, you know, fairly um, cheap, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, whatever. The average Joe Schmo hornball could go out to wherever, pick one of these some bitches up, take it back home, and just start railing the hell out of it. Am I right so far? I'm totally right so far. Assuming you can afford it. Exactly. Now, it, that's... 
That's the kicker, assuming this is affordable. Now, if it is affordable, do you think that, and I'm being dead serious when I say this, because, you know, there is a terrible thing, uh, rape, you know, things of that nature. Would rape cases decrease? I am being dead serious when I say this, because it's horrible that this shit does happen, and it does happen daily. We know this. Um... However, I, I'm curious to see if there would be a decline in in rape cases. My guess is that it, it... Do you think it would remain the same? Do you think it would level off some? Do you think it would decline? Like, I mean... It's touchy to talk, talk about this, it as is. everybody knows. Absolutely, but I'm being My first being initial serious. thought is that rape is not about the sexual part of it. It's about think the it's power. About, okay, I mean, I'll give you that. The but now date rape thing, the date rape thing, um, if it's just you get too drunk and don't know what you're doing, right. which is not an excuse, but if that's what you're doing, this isn't going to stop that. I mean, what that's are you, you going to be like, oh, man, I got to get home right now. The robot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I got to get home right now. Like um, I just got to dog something. Um, I don't know. But. but I think that the more of the. I'm trying to think of the right word, but no, I understand. Like, like I think you said, more of the. Um, I think that it's for a lot of rapists. It's more about the power of it. So, yeah, it, it already has the power over the robot. The robot yeah. will do whatever it wants. It wants to you want it to do. So maybe there's like you're a, not you don't have that power. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean it's just something that sense. I didn't know. But no, I would totally agree with you, and that's something that I didn't think of. Um, well, another thing is is we. It also depends on the level of intelligence. And true, right. like AI level, right? This robot might be. But now, if think the of robot that, is um, able to reject you if you don't treat it the right way, or get turned off if you're not good at sex, or or whatever for whatever reason, if that's the case, then wouldn't it be yeah. rape if you had sex with that robot? Yes. Well, in technically, that sense? technically, yes. So, I mean, it's a good point. It, it wouldn't be a legal thing unless we placed it, you know, got got it in place. And who knows if these robots could have rights. Um, oh, God. Another thing, another thing is these robots could be hacked. Could you imagine if I'm sitting here at my computer and I found a way to tap into my neighbor's sex robot? Just rip his dick off. <laughs> Just be like, ah. <laughs> Just like the self-driving cars. Yeah. You know, one of those things, if you get hacked, you're... You're at the mercy of the person hacking the car. <laughs> I, same with the sex robot. I mean, if those robots are made of metal, you would think that they would be stronger than you are in a sense. Sure. So they could probably hurt you. Wow. Wow. That's scary stuff. Man. That is scary to think about. <laughs> and then what if, like... No. Okay, so no we more. sexualize these robots. <laughs> okay, so in, in AI with um, Will Smith. Yeah, dude. Those robot robots weren't sexual at all. The iRobot. But imagine you mean? if they were. Yeah, the iRobot. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they were sexual. Oh, dude, no! Like people would be dropping like flies. They'd be killing people, you know. Well, they were killing people, but but I mean, they'd be um, killing them at their most vulnerable. Spot. They could be running around raping us. Oh God! You. Okay, I mean, yeah, if they were sure. truly oh, aware and, 
and were built in originally with a sense of sexuality and then that's what they craved craved and they didn't have something well see i am like if it's made to crave you to make you feel good about yourself and it's in there in that programming and it becomes aware i think the programming would just be like dirty talk it wouldn't necessarily have a sense of morality other than what we had given it to given to it this is amazing this is a cool topic. Like, we need to talk more about this. I I find it fascinating. I absolutely find this fascinating. That, I don't know. I don't know why you would, like, want to go and purchase. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I mean, I've always wondered why the hell people want to go spend money at a strip club if you yeah, have buddy. the woman home, you know. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, it's... There's, I mean, it's not like strip clubs are filled with only desperate single no. men. No. But no, I mean, that's a very good point. It's like, why go and spend all that money on something that you can't even touch? Something you can't even enjoy, you know, in any way, shape, or form. Um, I just, I guess, I, no, I'm with you. I've you never seen the draw. But I've never seen the draw there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with you. And I'm in the I've same never boat been to here. a strip club. Really? Never. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Never had the drive to. I yeah. Never had the thought to. Well, let me just say, you're not missing much. I will say that. Okay. I will say that. I'll be there. Man, that's crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. I dig it. Oh, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? That was a good story, my friend. I appreciate you. This says here, NASA records the biggest explosion ever on the moon and warns that we could be next. Uh, the biggest explosion I saw this story is... Is it bullshit? The biggest explosion that they've recorded, uh-huh. not known. No, There's been other said, ones okay. that they have evidence of, but they didn't, you know, uh, okay. we didn't see it. Okay. So it says, yeah, the monitoring team uh, watched this astonishing moment when a space rock weighing a mere 88 pounds smashed into the lunar surface at the incredible speed of 56,000 miles per hour. Uh, Despite the fact that the space rock was relatively small, it caused an immense amount of damage upon impact. And the monitoring team estimate that the explosion caused the bright brightness of magnitude four star brightness of a magnitude four star that's pretty crazy so when exactly I'm did not this going happen to... though when did this happen uh, i don't think it was that long ago i saw a different story that described it okay as well <clears throat> it um, says here it that... sounds impressive yeah it does it, it sounds impressive but the other article and it's a good size explosion. Yeah. But for for an asteroid, not so much. The other article described it as only three times the size of a cruise missile. Correct. Now, a cruise missile is devastating in war, but it's not devastating to the planet. I mean, you well, can say that it's devastating to the environment, but it doesn't really affect the planet as a whole. Yeah. So this huh. is only three times the size, and yes, the moon is smaller, but it doesn't really have a devastating effect. It's right. Now it I does think say there's a little bit of fear baiting. Oh, it, oh God, yes! Article. Come on now. 
of course. It does say this. It does say now at the time of that impact um, that you would have been able to see a, a, a flash, a small flash, but a flash nonetheless, uh, with the naked eye. Um, it says if a meteor of similar size were to strike the Earth at a similar velocity, then it would create a crater approximately 65 feet deep. Um, the kill zone created by such an impact estimated to be the equivalent of 10 Tomahawk cruise missiles striking oh, yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, striking simultaneously in the, the same thing spot. Is, is this thing, I don't know, but I don't know if this thing would be completely burnt up coming through our atmosphere, uh, but it would be damn close to burnt up. Really small yes. by the time it actually hits yes. the planet. And yeah, it could do some damage but, but i mean something that small i'm sorry coming i mean it's in nice anyway. that they're bringing it to people's attention because uh, like you know i like i talk i talk about it as something that needs to be done like we need to figure out well, how to stop these things it does say here uh where the fuck did i just read that in recent years nasa has become less complacent about the possibility of asteroids striking the earth and has entered the first design phase of a specialized spacecraft referred to as Double Asteroid Redirection Test, DART, which we have mentioned before on the show, uh, used to divert potentially dangerous asteroids away from Earth. Uh, This project, which is being carried out uh, in conjunction with the European Space Agency, will soon be given its first test at diverting a non-dangerous asteroid away from the Earth. So, I mean... Watch them divert it into the Earth. (laughs) I mean, that, that would be our luck, right? It really I mean, would. As a human race, that really, would be what we do. We would, oh, God. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I could see this uh, shit turning sideways pretty quick for us. <laughs> Dang it. We can do all the math uh, we want. Yeah. It's off by a little bit. Who knows what else it, it might bounce off of. It might bounce that off of somebody. It's that might bounce that off of something oh, and knock something fun. into us. Yeah, we could, could be get... having like all of Saturn flying at us at any moment. It's like the butterfly effect. Do we really want to oh, fuck yeah. with it? It's a good point, man. I mean, we have to test it at some, you know, at some point. We have to. <laughs> but... Oh, my God. I love it. Absolutely freaking love it. So much fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. Good stuff. What else did you find for us, sir? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, speaking of space, I have a couple other space stories, actually. But this one is uh, Russia set to launch brightest star in the night sky. Ooh. And astronauts are not happy. Not too, uh, not too thrilled about it, huh? No, uh, this comes from the Mirror of the UK. Uh, Russia is only two weeks away from launching a new satellite that will become one of the brightest stars in the night sky. Scheduled to launch launch under July... I don't know why I can't talk tonight. Scheduled to launch... I need to slow down is what it is. (laughs) I need to slow down. Uh, On July 14th, the small Mayak satellite will result... or was the result... I haven't even been drinking. Well, I have a Bex, but... <laughs> well, let me start that paragraph over again. I'm out of practice, man. This is so great, though. I'm sorry. This is great. <laughs> Scheduled to launch on July 14th, the small Mayak satellite was the result of a $30,000 crowdfunding campaign from the Moscow State Mechanical Engineering University. 
Only $30,000 to get this into space? Uh, Although the satellite is very small, roughly the size of a rugby ball, it will unfurl a giant solar reflector once it reaches orbit. The pyramid-shaped reflector will span 16 meters squared, and the goal is to bounce the sun's light back towards Earth and make it the brightest star in the sky. Wow. The mission's other stated goal is to further test how to break satellites whilst in orbit. So how to slow one down, I'm guessing that's what they mean. I don't, that's all they say about that. They don't explain that statement. Oh my god. But I'm guessing the, the how to slow them down. Not like how to break them, like snap them in half or I don't, I don't know. <sighs> that's all they give the that in the article. So according to some calculations from ifuckinglovescience.com Nice. The satellite may not may not reach the same brightness levels as the moon or planet Venus, but could certainly outstrip the likes of Mars or the Polaris star. Understandably, not everyone is happy about the Russians adding a giant speck of light to the night sky. Quote, we find it so hard, or we fight so hard for dark skies in and around our planet. Nick Howes, an astronomer and former deputy director of the Kilder Observatory <laughs> in Northumberland told FL or IFL Science. So they're talking in the, the sense of looking up with a telescope. Right. Uh, huh. To see this being potentially ruined by some ridiculous crowdfunded nonsense makes my heart simply despair. Damn. Uh, it says, but the project says that it will inspire younger generations to make up space or take up space research. Well, I can uh, see according that. to the Mayak website, objectives include the popularization of aeronaut or astronautics in space research in Russia, and also increase the attractiveness of science and technology education among young people. It also says it will show in practice that space has become closer and more accessible. And the launch of the spacecraft can be implemented friends and like-minded by friends and like-minded people. Anyways, <laughs> you know what I think? Well, the, when I read this article, what what ran through my head? What's that? They're going to reflect the sun's light back to the planet. Now think about. Okay. Um. You hold a mirror, and you. You have the sun hit it, and then you point the mirror towards an ant. What happens? Ant catches on fire. Can this thing... Oh, God. I don't know the, te- the specs of this thing. Could it be dialed in to such a concave or, or whatever point that it could focus the rays and, like, take out the White House? So, in essence, we become the ant? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or even if it, like, uh, again unintended consequences right, what if something right. goes wrong and there's a thing up in space wandering around and every now and then it reflects the light back the wrong way and fries somebody oh god dude that could be terrible <laughs> I mean I would guess if that happened we would probably shoot something up there pretty quickly to take it out yeah but it yeah. would have to happen first there could be some casualties before we got to take it <laughs> care of I mean it's cool that we're able to do that it does there will seem be like, blood. There will be blood. <laughs> it is just a 
promotional thing. I yeah, mean, really, sure. what's the point of it other than uh, to promote that we can do that? Again, this is how we're all going out. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Fun, fun, fun. Long day, buddy. Long day. Yeah, why don't we take a break? You want to do that? Take a little break. Hear a word from our uh, from our sponsors, our sponsors. All right, kids. Well, we will uh, hear a word from our sponsors and be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you removed the alien anal probe out of the story, and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, there you have it. Big thanks to our good buddies over at Paranormal Warehouse and our, uh, I guess they're okay, our, our, I don't know, our acquaintances over at Hysteria yeah, 51. we're going to war. We are going them. to war. It is official. We are going to war. Um, we are going to war with them. So on the, one of the latest, uh, I believe it's the music episode, episode 41, I believe, of Hysteria 51, the Sons of Bitches. I think it was Brent. I think it was just Brent. It was Brent. Yep, was. and he and he says, "What did he say exactly? The ectoplasm guys can suck my dick or something." Yeah, like we that. got a very nice shout out oh, from a great. new listener named so Aaron great. Painter that happened to be yeah. on their show, which was super cool, by the way. And Brent got all pushy and had to push his way in there and tell us to suck his dick. Dude, it so. was so funny. It was so funny. But oh no. There will be uh, there will be some retaliation. I will say that <laughs> it is uh, it's going to be on. We got people, Brent. Here's the deal. We got people. We got people. I know you guys got conspiracy bot. I get it. I respect it. But oh, it's it's on. It is on. <laughs> Can't wait. This could be fun, right? <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Oh my god! For all our listeners out there that are also listeners of hysteria 51 or in their group go give them shit for you should give little, them a little shit and be like hey just 
be like, um, the ectoplasm guys are gunning for you. I know, I know what you guys should say. Just go over there and leave a comment, a message, or or whatever on their page or on their personal pages or in the group. Just saying, I see you. Just say that. Just leave that on I on see. Twitter or I wherever see. you can find them. Just say, <laughs> I see you. Or go into their iTunes and leave a oh, review saying. I see you, <laughs> you dirty pigeon. Dirty pigeon. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's Go fun. Do that. Get I her like backs. It. So, um, apparently, there's this new video that's uh, circling around the uh, the interwebs. I have actually yet to see this for myself, but it says uh, we're looking at 100% proof. This new video promises 100% proof that the Earth is flat. I haven't watched it either, but I've oh. seen this thing flying around everywhere. So, I mean, it, it says the cognitive dissonance is too great. Is there proof that Earth moves? How do we know the Earth and other planets go around the sun and not the opposite? For some time after it was accepted that planets, including Earth, circle the sun, there was no direct proof that Earth moves and not the sun. Huh. Listen to these guys. Man, just uh. well, we talked about on this show that yeah. we, you and I, and most people on the planet have never been in space. I mean, it's a given, or been at a point. I, you know, I've flown. I don't know how many times, tons right. of times, and yeah, I can say that I've looked out and it kind of looks like there's a, um. You know, horizon or whatnot. Yeah. But I really, scientifically, I don't know exactly what I'm looking at. Okay. I, I can't say, and you can't say, and I don't think any of our listeners can say unless they've been into space. And if you have, I want to talk to you. That you have seen for your own two eyes that the Earth is not flat. It's, I don't think it is. But I don't uh, think people can say yeah. that. Now, you know agree. what I mean? I would agree. I would uh, I would say our next task here should be getting an astronaut, legitimate astronaut, who has been in space. Um, but whether, can you believe said astronaut? That's the other thing. You've got to be fucking kidding me! <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it, yes. It, well, this is the, this is the exact argument so you here's can get a, from a flat Earth. Yo, okay, but this is the I exact argument it, for I any don't profession. I don't necessarily believe the Earth is flat. But I can see these arguments as being valid because, yeah, but it's uh, it's the same with paranormal. We've talked about it so many times. You got to see it to believe it, right? I will absolutely. You got to see it to believe that it happened. But here's the deal: like, can we believe then any profession out there? A doctor sits you down and says, "That ah, you got hemorrhoids." You're like, ah, "I don't believe you." I'm gonna need another opinion, but you know. But I think if you have a mirror, you could probably see said hemorrhoid. Hey, just like if you had a fucking spaceship, you could probably orbit the goddamn Earth and see it for yourself. That's why we go to the astronauts. That's why we ask the astronauts. You know what I mean? I mean, do, do, am I making any sense? Yeah, you are. I'm not. You know me. I, yeah. I don't think the world is flat, or oh, neither do I, or whatnot. But 
can you know we can't trust the government you know we can't trust the government these people though nasa is a separate entity it is government funded for the most part i will say i will give you that and there were all kinds of security measures for the astronauts from the government secret things that they did and secret things that they had to have and and plans for something happened and all that planning came from the government right Of course, Shit. they would if okay. Just for argument's sake, just a, for a hypothetical, the Earth is flat. <laughs> We've never been to space. Okay. Of course, they're gonna pay some astronauts, some people, to, to say, say, "Yeah, I've been up there." Of course, of course, I have. So yeah, I mean, beautiful. Until I fly out there and see it from my own two eyes I, I can't think... say 100% I can say 99.999999 yeah. but I can't deny it and that's the problem I don't like people that just flat out say that it's not possible because it absolutely is possible sure damn man just amazing to me absolutely amazing drives me fucking crazy but pretty good sauce pretty good sauce I'm going to have to watch the video for myself. Because if it's anything like the damn, um, the mountains used to be like tree stumps thing, then I'm, I'm out. I got to check out. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. I don't know uh, that, that whole line of thinking. I mean, I it mean does, that was what, two weeks ago? Three weeks it ago? It does that look we did like that? a stump of a tree, but I think that it. Right. No, you're right. But, ugh. For them to say that the trees that we know now are just bushes, right? (laughs) Oh, goodness. So what's up, Well, here, I got another space story, speaking of the moon. Let's do it. Speaking of space and, and whatnot, Japan aims to put man on the moon. Oh, I was just about to say something very bad. Yeah? Something uh, that could be construed as racist, so I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You're funny. It's not super racist. I just don't want to be called a racist, so I'm not going to say it. Anyways, this comes from fizz.org via Coast to Coast. Uh, The Japanese space agency, JAXA, has its eyes on a historic achievement as it wants to put a man on the moon by 2030. The ambitious ambitious plans hinges on a proposed NASA-led multinational mission to construct a space station orbiting around the moon around 2025. Wow. Uh, By contributing technology to the effort, JAXA hopes that they will be afforded a spot on the space station and, in turn, be able to send a man here or there to the moon a few years after the project is complete. Again, I could say what I wanted to say, but I'm not going to. I could only imagine what you were going to say. All right, I'll say it. Yes! Yes! They should send Japanese people up there because they take up less room on the space station. It's very true. That's not racist. racist? No, it's not racist at all. I mean, it is pointing out something about their race. for fuck's sake. Listen to me. (laughs) Listen to me. Anybody who says that's racist needs to suck the fattest part of my ass. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Nut up. Somebody say it's racist. I want please, to get a video God. Of this. please, God. Somebody say it's racist. 
Okay, anyways, the announcement by the space agency is being seen as an indication that there is an Asian space race brewing between Japan and China, who has announced plans to put a man on the moon by 2036. Nice. Uh, Whether news of Japan's plans for lunar exploration caused China to speed up its timetable in order to not be upstaged by its neighboring nation remains to be seen. Of course, several nations continue to eye Mars as a future destination for human human exploration. I mean, I get it. The United States hopefully getting there by 2033. Dude, I get it. I get why we want to go to Mars. I get it. It's it's sexy. I get it. Space travel. Hey, first first nation on Mars, first nation on the moon. Right? Why don't we, like, explore our own shit? first like the oceans things of that nature (laughs) I mean my god we can't even do that we have no fucking idea what's going on down there but yet let's please blast us out of the atmosphere (laughs) like into a a far off planet please let's do that like how long would it actually take to get to Mars I gotta know um I've seen this before months months yeah, it, it was months. Let's see if it's updated. How long will it take to get to Mars? From Earth. From Earth, yeah. Got to clarify that. Right, right. About 300 days, so less oh. than a year now. Okay. Damn. I mean, we're talking... Damn. So that's when it's at its closest... If we lined it up to be where it will be at its closest point, if we could be there... When Mars is at its closest point to Earth, yeah. it'll take 300 days. My God. It's crazy stuff, buddy. Absolutely crazy. Have you watched the movie The Martian? No. I think, honestly, Koopsik, hear me out. I think you would enjoy it. There I said it. It seems no. like it, it's probably slow. Um, It's... Not necessarily slow. It's it's a good thing. Like I'm, I'm telling you, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I was entertained from start to finish. I will say that. I think a lot of it is uh, the uh, the monologue given by Matt Damon during like some of these tasks and everything like that that he is performing uh, for his own survival. Like it's quite hilarious in parts. No lie. But then it's also, you know, pretty eventful and thrilling at the same time. Like, it's very, very cool. It's very well done. I'm going to watch it again. Tonight. Tonight? Yeah. I think I'm going to do I think that. You're, I think you're lying. And no, that's going to happen. It's gonna you know, happen. I tried to watch the new Ghostbusters again today, and I just couldn't sit couldn't there do and watch it. it. I just couldn't do it. I've watched it all the way through before. And I thought, well, it's free on one of the channels I have, and sure, I'll give I'll it a, try it again. Give it a go. I got to before they were actually even called the Ghostbusters and stopped. <laughs> Did you get to see Bill Murray's death in the in the film? Did you watch that part? The original one? No, in the. No, I hadn't gotten to that point yet. They hadn't even shown him as a character yet. What? Yeah, I got to, I got to the point where the um, 
the oh god, what's her name? I can't even think of her name. The the fourth one, the subway lady Patty. gets there. I think her name is Patty yeah. in the film. I don't um, know what her actual as, when she shows up. That's yeah. when I'm. I just turned it off because I had to do research for the show, and I don't have any ears to turn it back on. I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed it. The best parts to me were the cameos. Oh, dude. The cameos are great. I mean, they really are. Good sauce. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Just see that. <laughs> I find those ladies hilarious. I find them to be hilarious. It's good sauce. I think Paul Feig did, that, a, did a hell of a the job. the right kind of humor for me. Yeah. I just think Paul Feig did a good job with it. And, yeah, you could be right. Um, for me, we got? For me, I mean, everybody's different. Some yeah, people, sure. Some people have a lower form of humor. Like me. No, it's fine. Like, I'd be the first to admit it. <laughs> I swear to you. Like, oh, my goodness. So what do we got here? A strange, fast-moving cloud-like object is recorded. It says a phenomenon that seems to be caught on camera on a regular basis... But what makes this footage interesting is that you can see the object move backwards and then forwards. Uh, this does not seem to move like a normal cloud or look like a normal cloud. Um, could this be some sort of camouflage or cloaking technology? Uh, very fascinating. But I mean, this cloud or whatever this object is moving around, it is like traveling in like an egg-shaped pattern. Quite interesting. Very, very interesting stuff. I think I lost you. This, Did I lose no, you, buddy? This was, this was in space? No. This is... Uh, it doesn't say where this was actually recorded. This is just uh, some amateur recording. I'd have from to see it. Somebody's backyard, it. yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, you definitely see an object of some sort. It's hovering, hovering, hovering. It is round, almost. But I mean, what's interesting is it's like it looks as if you can How see right duck? through it. It looks as if you could see right through it, and uh, it is moving in different directions. It is changing course. Huh. Interesting. I gotta say, jury's still out on this for me, but this is compelling. Oh, damn it. You know what I got to do now? What's up? I've got to, uh, I've got to post this. I've got to post this up on the Facebook page. Got to do it. Then you can see it. Yay. This is nuts, pal. Just can't wait to see what you got to say about this. Paste. All right. Well, I have another story here. Oh, for God's sake. Huh? Having troubles? Always. Like, why? Why does this do this to me? Whatever. I'm pissed off. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Hot damn it. Damn you know it. when you set down a beer, a, too, a full beer too fast and it comes out the top <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. that, that just happened yeah but it didn't really get on much but like my pant leg so that's hot no, it just it's sitting like on the floor right now 
Anyway, story headline. Uh, release of secret data may reveal location of MH370 wreckage. Okay. This comes from MU. Uh, for those who believe that Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 crashed somewhere on March 8, 2014, this news is for you. The search for the plane, which was called off in January 2017 after an extensive investigation which cost at least $180 million, may be resumed after new modeling using debris, current patterns, and secret and previously unreleased data may have narrowed down the search area considerably. How small is the area now? Uh, We think we know quite precisely where the plane is. Dr. David Griffin of Australia's Commonwealth Scientific Industrial Research Organization made that bold statement on National Marine Conference in Darwin this week. Precisely means at latitude 39 to 36 degrees south along what is referred to as the seventh arc. This... 15,500 mile area was searched in December 2016, but the new data models are expected to help refine a new search. Wouldn't all the debris be down by now? It would uh, almost the, have to be, right? If it's intact, there might yeah. I mean, the data starts with the lo- exact location and time a flapper on from the Boeing 777 washed up on Reunion Island and another piece of debris showed up in Tanzania. I didn't know that they actually confirmed that that debris was it. I didn't either. Satellite imaging of those locations shows ocean currents in the area since the crash throw in calculations of the depth of the sea level down to the centimeter on a high resolution map of the seafloor and Dr. Griffin was able to make this statement at the conference. There's a strong current crossing across the seventh arc at latitude 35 degrees south, so we think the plane crashed into that current going to the northwest. That explains why debris didn't arrive in Australia. Uh, The debris from Tanzania and outer flap also revealed data on how the plane may have gone down and who, if anyone, was flying it. Damn. It was not deployed, which indicates the pilot was most likely not in control and the plane hit the water hard. Yeah. Uh, That information will also help searchers pinpoint where on the seventh arc the the plane should be found. I don't know. I mean... I don't either. I didn't know they actually tied this debris 100% to the plane. The last time I heard anything about it, they had this debris, but they didn't know for sure if it came from this plane. They knew it came from that type of plane. Right. And how many of those planes go down. But but they didn't know 100% that it came from that plane. It's very interesting, though. I still think it's on the moon. Yeah, I would totally agree. I saw with a you. picture. Yeah. I saw a picture of it up. Yeah, you convinced me. You convinced me. It's on the moon. I thought we already settled that. <laughs> Whatever they're finding right now is complete horseshit. I saw the plane on the moon. Yep, it's up there. <laughs> the 
Japan. Japan's going to bring it back. Oh, my God. I love it. Japan's going to bring it back. That's right. You watch. You heard it here first, folks. I'm not even lying. Like, it's just just the way it goes. So, anyway, if you guys want to reach out to us, what's that, bud? (laughs) Turned into sex robots. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, this is great. So, I tell you what, if you guys want to reach out to us, 913-730-7255, ectoplasmshow.com, at ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter. The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook.com. <laughs> Man, a jam. Go rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Let's see if we have any on there. Let's look. Let's, uh, let's look, shall we? Let let's me pull it up here. Pull it up. Whip it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, there we are. Anything new? Still getting there. Oh, okay. Still pulling it up. Well, we got another one about the profanity. God damn it. (laughs) It's a two-star one. It's from... Fuck me. No Sam's Mom. Okay, No Sam's Mom. Well, find another radio Uh, show then. Please. I just discovered this podcast. The topics are great, Congrats. but just personally not a fan of the F word so much. I generally wish podcasters would just stop with the profanity. Well, it dumbs them down for me and I tune out. Then go listen to NPR for fuck's sake. <laughs> so if they uh, wanted to like it. I'm but. done. Here's the deal. Like, I'm just done. Like, catering to people. Fuck them. Like, if they don't like it, then turn Our it off. Our friends, uh, the Paraholics, their new para perspective yes. show. They yes. put a disclaimer at the beginning of their show. That's good. That's probably fair. Maybe we should do the same. Huh? Maybe we should just do the same. Hey, fucker, you're going to yeah, hear the word exactly. Fuck. Just by the fucking way. <laughs> Wowzers. Well, that was nice. I appreciate it. Well, you're that. the main culprit of it, so no, I'm I'll totally take the blame for it. I don't give a shit. Like, it's totally me. I get it. Like, that's just the way I talk, y'all. What's Sorry. This? Oh, listeners also subscribe to. Let's, who, let's see who we are uh, tied to. Okay. Uh, number one, those damn dirty bastards, the Hysteria 51. Sons of bitches. Coming the for ramblings. You. Travel oddities. Ooh. Paranormal Insider Radio, yep, The Paranormal yep. View, Chicago's Own Supernatural, uh, Secret Transmission Podcast, Living Paranormal. Hey, Breakers is on there. That's one I've just started listening to. Oh, cool. Uh, the SEPs Podcast. I think that they stopped recording a long time ago. Project huh. Archivist. Ooh. Did you know that we are in the natural sciences category? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. On iTunes. Is that uh, is that not right? What Hysteria uh, Fifty One is in. Um. Arts. They're in the arts, arts. section. Let's okay. see. Uh, Ramblings is going to be in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Travel oddities is in places and travel. 
go figure that one. Let's see. Secret Transpod is society and culture. So what would we... Is there like a religion and spirituality? Because I don't think we fall in there either. <laughs> there is one of those too. I just don't think... Society and culture, probably. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we should switch that. Can you uh, switch I'll have that? to figure out how to do that. Can you do that? Is there a way to do that? Listen to us professionals. There's got to be a way to do it. Hey, whatever. It is what it is. All right. You, you got to go check oh. out Pod Bros, our network. Yes. Podbros.com and check out all their great shows and tell them that we sent you. That's right. And go to our Patreon and become a member of our secret society. Learn all of our secrets. That could be fun. <laughs> all right, kids. Let's see. I, I want to do something real quick. Just one last thing. Okay. I want to read the one-star reviews on Hysteria 51's podcast. They got one-stars? They have a couple of them. We'll, okay. just, we'll just read them, and this will be our sh- first shot back at them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of cackling idiots. Whoa! By R.D. Kirkpatrick. Man. Worst podcast I've ever heard. All these people do is laugh and ruin the podcast sound. Like fourteen-year-old boys cutting on each other. Must be a Chicago thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, That's pretty fucked. If you like bad FM radio, morning radio, you'll love this. I guess. Holy shit. This comes from Travesty. Uh, Everything about this show is amateurish. They have similar gags and sound bites from FM radio shows, but with the cleverness of open mic comedians. Uh, You have one guy explaining whatever paranormal story they're telling while you have the other two guys interrupting every five seconds. They only have two people unless they're counting the robot. They might be counting Um, conspiracy bot, (laughs) which in that case got help. They do have a lot of guests, though. Uh, to try to yeah, out joke that goes on for 30 to 45 seconds to just repeating the cycle until the show ends. So in other words, it takes about an hour to tell a five to 10 minute story. Oh, I don't know what feels more forced, the humor or the story, but they're executed equally bad. Not a fan at all. There you go. Hysteria 51. <laughs> you are Your such turn. a shit. You are a shit. <laughs> Koopsick. Like that was a low blow. That was a low blow. Hey, they told us to suck their cocks. Yeah, I was just going to suggest we go and like let the air out of their tires or something like that. Like, shit. Gas money. Gas money. <laughs> like, you don't mess with the goose. This is free. You don't fuck with the good doctor. <laughs> the good doctor fucks with you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, kids. Time to go to bed. <laughs> I'm getting sleepy over here. All right. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Peace out.